In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. You know us. We're your partners in wine, crime, and time. We're, we're with you for the next hour or so. It is taking everything in my power, Sarah, not to sing the Scam Goddess theme song for this because we're talking about yes. some scams and frauds. Um, oh, my God. If any of our listeners listen to Scam mm-hmm. Goddess as well, me and Sarah are huge fans of her. So you can also just DM us and gab about that. You can be like, I stopped listening to you guys forever Ugh. ago. But I love I get Lacey. it. <laughs> I love Lacey. She's so funny. She's so, so funny. Oh, my God. And gosh. if she's listening to this, which I doubt, but like, please come on the podcast. We've tried so hard. And like, She's her- too busy and famous. And I was going to say to anybody who loves her she was so nice trying to book Ugh. she's like i'm available for 20 minutes in this period because she's on like 900 shows yeah doing everything Ugh. also she, she has the like, best merch pods and we're yeah like, <laughs> oh my god she's so great oh my god those earrings she has like say scammer it's so good okay. so good so good we should ship some to caroline calloway <laughs> <laughs> I do love some people in the Facebook group were like, uh, listening to the Carolyn Calloway interview, why did she come on the podcast? And um, as it, Taylor Swift would say... It was like say, a 2019 fever yeah. dream, I feel like, that whole thing in the cut. Pre-COVID. Year, was that 2018? 20, Whatever. I, tw- yeah, 2019. And like, we swear we don't love the drama. It loves me. Like, it, it all happened. Well, there's so many questions that we'll just never be able to answer. <laughs> uh, like, true. I mean, why did we care so much about these two, like, basic bitches? I don't know, but... We needed we something to like, we to needed an to. internet feud to fuel and us. It was, it was when things like that could matter. Cause now after COVID, I'm like, what? I don't care about it. I'm like, right. I, I'm I, like, actually, I don't care if you and your dumb influencer friend, like aren't friends. Like, who, yeah, I'm like crochet whatever. all the dream catchers you want. I don't care. It's your choice. I, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't care. But so today we are going to talk about the real housewives of Salt Lake City, or as I want to call this episode, the real housewives of Fraud Lake City. I mean, come on. It's too good. It's too good. I have never seen. This is the second season of the show. I have never seen so much legal drama happening on a Bravo show this fast. (laughs) It is honestly incredible. And I know this isn't the Bravo podcast. Mm. Like maybe we should have had Dylan on as a guest, but- one thing I just don't understand about the show is how like all these women act like Meredith maybe calling the feds on Jen is worse than Jen like actually allegedly defrauding the elderly. Yeah. Like they're like you go know- against your girl code, and it's like Jen sh- went where it's like regulations Boss. to have a business. Yeah, I'm also like the feds aren't like you can't just call up the feds and be like, hi, I don't like this lady. Can you look into her? <laughs> Like they were building a case against her for, for years. years. Trust me, if, literal. If it was so easy to do that, I would be calling the feds daily to be like, "Okay, this bitch crossed me." Oh my god! She right. said revolting things about me and my family. Like that's like my family. Family. Uh. <laughs> and I like to. They're trying to equate like, okay, Jen frauded people, but Meredith, like, she had like ten boyfriends when she was separated from her husband. So oh. what? Kill her. I also want to be like, give me her dating app makeover, because girl doing good. Yeah. And I do love, too, we're talking about, well, we're going to talk about one of the, 
a major one, but also one that I feel is not gonna get a- attention on the show because I think it kind of is like working itself out of the show. But it shows that no it's stone is unturned on the Salt Lake City ladies. I'm just protect yeah. Beauty Lab and Laser at all costs, though. I just feel like they're all, I, I don't get it. They're all, except for maybe Heather, like they all seem to be involved in like some shady shit. And I feel like, so for Whitney's husband, we've gotten a, a few DMs about this. He's involved in um, a multi-level marketing company. But I feel like for these ladies, that doesn't even scratch the surface no. of like, what's scandalous. They're like, huh? That's just what everybody does. <laughs> My God. Yeah, no, seriously, in Utah, I don't know what it is. Maybe like taxes or something, but oh. Utah is like such a hotbed for MLMs too. It really, it, it, you, they need the cold temperatures to get the MLMs going, I guess. <laughs> I guess that keeps everybody inside doing scams, yeah. I feel like there's got to be some sort of Mormon aspect to it. Like, you know how there's like the, is it the Calvinist work ethic, right? And then like maybe there's some kind of Mormon oh. sort of business attitude. I don't even know. You know, if someone can break that down for us, I would appreciate yeah. that. I have no clue, though. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't know. But in any case, we're going to talk about Whitney's husband. Also, this is embarrassing to admit, but I didn't know that Whitney's real last name was Rose. Like, I just kind of thought it was like an Erica Jane fake persona. I am with you on that. Or I thought it was like a middle name or something, because I'm like, mm-hmm. this is just too good. It really, yeah, the name, it's like a stage name. So hats off to her for making yeah. that work legally without having to file any additional paperwork changing and it's uh the, her, she's the wild rose yeah oh my god <laughs> and also my dad i do love her on the show <laughs> but i'm not sure i mean i i'm not really sure i get really annoyed her voice is like very just like <laughs> well if we know what she did and they don't tell us we could be in danger like it's very just <laughs> I don't know. And sometimes I'm like, you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. But, and this goes into this, when she knew everything she was talking about was when Jen first got, uh, when they got the news that Jen was arrested and it was sort of, she was like, oh, well, she probably is putting the money into new uh, businesses and putting all the money like that because then when you do a startup, you write all your money off. And I was like, hold on, how am I on Shark Tank now? Well, like that bus was Shark Tank and I had no, like, so it shows that like, I mean, not to discredit her because like she has a business, but I'm like, there are business brains here, but also business brains that know how to teeter around (laughs) the legality of business. Yeah, I know. I'm like, why does she know so much about how one would theoretically commit fraud? Yeah. Um, Like that is so sus. The sauce. But anyway, it's not. And what's also sus about Whitney is her like sinking what a million dollars <clears> into a beauty company. Like girlfriend, what? Baby, baby, no, 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 no. I know. Like it's you're very... taking all of Justin's nice, hard-earned pyramid scheme money, <laughs> and you're sinking it into your like I don't know. Is it face cream? I don't even know what it is. I think so. It's something. It's something in that realm that is risky because that's one of the few things that I review before putting on my body. It's. <laughs> lotions I'll, I'll yeah test a i lot, just feel I, like as far as like bravo business ventures go i i think alcohol is kind of the way to go because it's the demo like, too yeah it's like you don't have to be a trusted authority to like come out with a wine brand and also it's like i i'll settle for if i buy like a housewife tequila and i'm like oh it kind of tastes like nah i'm just mixing it it's okay but if i buy a skincare thing that's not good i'm getting i have i have a rash which i would rather exactly yeah exactly and it's like it's kind of like as a housewife your proof of concept isn't getting drunk on tv like Mm -hmm. 
I'm not looking at your over Botox faces like, yeah, I need to use her night cream. That's true. I got to say candles, Potomac ladies, the candles are smart yes, because the candles. you don't get nothing is ingested or put near you. You just light a candle. That's gorgeous. I'm into a candle. Candles are so easy. You just like slap a cute label on it. It's Ugh, good. Three wick queen. Three wick queen, but we love it. But anyway, this is not about Whitney or her skincare business. This is about her husband, Justin, and his uh, the company that he works at. Hmm. Uh, according to Justin's LinkedIn, which I literally found, like it was not hard. Not. <laughs> like his active LinkedIn. Kind of like how everyone just found Jenny's racist Facebook posts that were like just up. Uh, and she's like, those are from so long ago, 2020, but okay. I think that's that's like the worst part is like 2020, whatever. We don't even need to talk about it. But I'm like, that was not long ago. That was the year that, if anything, you should be the most mindful of what you're posting. Well, and also it's the year that I'm assuming she was casted or in negotiations that's, to cast. Mm, so because like, a good point. They started yeah. filming in t- like mid, like end of 2020, beginning of 2021 and everything like that. None of this was, uh, okay. Sus. Anyway, so that's not why we're here. Anyways, according to Justin's LinkedIn, which, as far as we know, does not have racist posts. <laughs> no, I, I'm just kidding. I looked at it. It doesn't. And that nobody would do that on LinkedIn. Anyway. I hope not. So he's the chief sales and marketing officer at a company called Life Vantage. So according to Life Vantage's website, their, miss- their mission is, quote, to leverage the power of relationships to unlock the health and wealth of every life we touch I mean, this is just like big MLM energy, like leveraging the power of relationships. Of everything you touch. A, this is like Midas, and B, we're not touching anything during COVID, so. That's true. Yeah, we're not touching anything. And he is just like a real MLM guy. He's previously worked at other multi-level marketing companies, New Skin, Shakely, Melaleuca. If you spend any time on the anti-MLM subreddit, you've heard those names before. And... Uh, Life Vantage is also Life Vantage just has big like Advocare, <laughs> the name. Primerica Energy. Yeah, it's two words that you're like, are these combo words? What no. does this even mean? <laughs> Who is saying that? Who thought this? Uh, yeah, that is so true. Like multi-level marketing companies are big on just like a forced portmanteau, like LuLaRoe. What the hell is that? You also, Sarah, need to write a MLM Mad Libs book where you just combine oh words. Like <laughs> seriously. It's like you choose one adjective yeah. and one like part of the human body and boom. <laughs> and then boom, I don't you have even a company. Know. It's very sus. And their website says we inspire people to create a legacy by helping others do the same. Again, just like big, I'm starting an empire, girl boss gatekeep, gaslight Major. energy. Major. Big time. So they sell, among other things, their big thing that they kind of became known for, their big product is anti-aging supplements called ProTandem. And here we fucking go again with the bad portmanteau, (laughs) which is combining, promoting the tandem. Strap in now because the explanation has to do with either science or pseudoscience. And I didn't do that much digging because I failed science, but. (laughs) And also this is not real science. So (laughs) I mean, also like supplements are not evaluated by the FDA, so it doesn't really matter. But so basically what they say on their website is that one of the ways that your body combats aging is by producing two kinds of antioxidants, one called superoxide dismutase and one called catalase. And these combat like free radicals, which I feel like if you've ever spent any time on a skincare website, you see like free radicals that 
term thrown around. I see it so much. I never know what it means. And I'm like, I guess I need to free them or I need to <laughs> not have them. Like I'm doing, all I know is I'm doing something wrong with my body. <laughs> I, feel like, yeah. I feel like free radicals is just like weird marketing speak for just, I don't know, anything like going on in the world. Like is pollution a free radical? Like, I, I just know, imagine like, it's what Tucker Carlson says like at the end of every show, <laughs> the free radicals. Like, literally, okay. Oh my God, literally. Okay, grandpa, good event now. <laughs> Oh my God, literally. So there are studies that point to how SOD can increase resistance to oxidative stress. And a 2019 study found increased activity of SOD was independently associated with lower all-cause mortality in older women, but not in men. I don't know. There's been studies on these things like in terms of actual aging or just like the skin. So whatever, we'll give it to them. Like it's not, they didn't totally make these things up. Like there is. That's what I was going to say. They didn't science. start the fire and it went burning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So whatever. We'll, we'll give it to them that there's like some link there. But I kind of just don't think that they've hit the fountain of youth because otherwise they wouldn't be an MLM. So anyway, so they claim like your body produces these two antioxidants, but as early as your 20s, your body production of those antioxidants can start to decline. So enter pro-tandem because it promotes the tandem of these two antioxidants. Sure. I mean, I don't know. It just kind of reminds me of also how people take collagen supplements because your body that's, stops like producing as much collagen around 25. So. That's true. I feel like it is. That is also the age because me and Ty are both over that 25 hill where you get a uh-huh. lot of targets for things and you start to kind of Look at, you don't just scoff at everything that a product does. You're like, okay, maybe I'll see if it can help. Oh this. my God. I'm literally like, should I use a retinol? I don't even understand what it does. I Every like blogger I feel like I follow uses one and I don't, I, my skin is so sensitive, but I think I need to try it. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll, we'll circle back on that later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll touch base when we spiral about yes. our lives about that. Yeah. About our retinols. So, okay, so Life Vantage, they started making this pro tandem thing. The company was incorporated in 1988, which is actually a lot longer than I thought. Like it's yeah. been around way longer than I thought. They introduced the MLM model in 2009, and in 2012, it became a publicly traded company. And this is just so fucking funny to me because, I, I mean, you know, pro tandem, if it works, if it doesn't work, like, I'm going to just go ahead and say it's clearly not as good as they are, as they think it is, because yes. the, the company, like, Life Vantage literally admits that they turned to network marketing because, as they put it, the first pro tandem product didn't sell as expected. We didn't have a product problem. We had a distribution problem, a.k.a. like nobody was buying this shit retail. So they were like, all right, how can we get people to sell this? We they're make like, the people who want to sell it buy it first. Yeah, they're like, damn, no one wants us at a store. We'll just force people to buy it at their homes. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. That's usually like, the sign of a great product. <laughs> Do you remember when Tyra had a multi-level marketing company? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Class. my God. I'm like, my fingers are ready for whenever the Tyra doc comes out. I love her. Oh but there's God. a lot that can be in that doc. <laughs> she's such a chaotic queen. Like, <laughs> I also think that'd be like, I think she's almost like the the tornado never stops. So you can't really do anything. And it's like, she's she smizes away from it. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> it's so funny. So, yeah, they introduced this multi-level marketing concept because, like, they literally read- readily admit that their shit was not selling. Um, 
Now, in addition to anti-aging supplements, they also sell skincare, hair care, general wellness, immune health, and like just a whole bunch of other shit. You could look on their website. They sell a lot of stuff. I feel like most MLM companies now, they just like, they do it all. They really, they really cover their bases. <laughs> yeah, they really do. And the, their sellers are called distributors. And the website claims collectively our distributors earn almost $10 million a month selling uh, the Life Vantage products. But because they are a publicly traded company, we get to look at their income disclosure <gasps> statements. Ah. Oh, oh. So first level is distributors. They make up a little over 75% of the paid distributors. That's 75.63%. This is the rank that you start at. So it doesn't take like any number of months to achieve that rank. This is what's interesting. The maximum monthly commission you can get at this rank is $22,500. No. But the average commission that I want you people get, to pause for a second. Guess what you think the average commission yeah. is? Three, two, one. Okay, Sarah, go. Yeah, the average commission is $4. You <laughs> like, huh? Yeah. And this is not like a perfect math, but I was just kind of curious to see like, how is this such a big difference? And like, how many people could yeah. feasibly be making this high money? According to their own data, they paid out a total of $1,310,558 to a total of 39,844 U.S. distributors during the period that they collected the data for the income disclosure statement. So like a million, $1.3 million paid out to like almost 40,000 people. And I just divided it to do the math just to see like, you know, what's the median here? I don't know. I actually don't know if that's the median. But <laughs> if you divide it, that comes out to 32.89. So I just feel like most people are not hitting that $22,000 max Again, the average income is $4. $4. So that's not great. Not um, at all. No. And then next up, we have the Pro One, which is the next level. It accounts for 12.65% of distributors. It takes an average of two months to get there. It's not so bad. The maximum monthly commission is $6,080, which is pretty like legit, hey. But the average is $55. I just you, like you can make that money driving for Uber Eats like half of a trip, you know, it's without just, being scammed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I there are just way easier ways to make $55 a month. Like just pick up a 50 on the ground. Boom. Because it, it, exactly. It's a hard thing too, where it's like it's not a reliable source of income that really could help people, especially anybody with bills of any sort. $55 a month is not going to help you. Right. <laughs> And then after that, you guessed it, is level pro two. This accounts for 5.27% of distributors. The maximum monthly commissions are $3,512. So it's kind of interesting that the maximum is going down as these go up. And Word the science. average monthly income is a semi-respectable $228. If you're not working, if you're a stay-at-home parent, I mean... That's some money in the bank. That's like, it covers bills, yeah. I wrote like, not, not yeah. if you're a parent, <laughs> not all your no, bills. No, it covers a bill. Yeah, like cable, yeah. Yeah. Cable it, and Wi-Fi and gas. Yeah, so, but again, I just kind of feel like there are just, there are probably easier ways to earn $200 in a month. 
you guys got the gist. I mean, there's a lot more levels. It was kind of insane how many levels they have, but <laughs> the top level is Executive Master Pro 10. Like, why does that sound like a golf club? <laughs> I have the Executive like Master Pro 10. True, also, yeah. I'm like Wario, yeah. <laughs> right? So the maximum monthly commission for this level is actually, dang, pretty legit, uh, is $186,852 a month. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah. And the minimum is $83,114. And the average is kind of in the middle. It's like a little over $135,000. Once you get to t- tier 10, yeah, that, now you're clicking with fire. Yeah. But, th- but that's once you get up to this level, which on average bad. takes 89 months to achieve. So, like, how many years is that? Nine? Eight? I, it's like uh, 7.4 years. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> I can't wait friends. for, like, a, ba- a baby to be like, oh, my son is 89 months. Okay. And they could be making $83,000. Yeah, exactly. In eight years in this company of, like, annoying your friends and family. And also, this accounts for, literally, I'm not making this up. 0.004% of distributors. So this is like the top of the pyramid. I literally don't know who is like at this level. But Probably it's one person. Not maybe. a lot of people. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So take your chances, I guess. Yeah. yeah risk it all. Risk it all. <laughs> and um, yeah, so clearly not the best uh, environment and some sketch, some sketchiness, but. For listeners of Not Another True Crime Podcast, you know, lives and breathes the walking moments of an MMM pyramid scheme. So this is unsurprising, but they were uh, eventually sued for being a pyramid scheme. In January 2018, a class action suit was filed against Life Vantage, its CEO, and two top execs for allegedly operating an illegal pyramid scheme. So Justin Rose, the tie-in to Salt Lake City, along with Darren Jensen and Ryan Goodwin, are named in the suit and this happened three years after Justin joined the team. <clears throat> also a funny thing that I found, uh, this also comes like this happened in the same year. Justin made this speech about how not a pyramid scheme like Vantage is. Oh, yes. Sure. <laughs> so because he was talking all about uh, this other company, Vema, which was a diet MLM that the FTC ruled as a pyramid scheme and how their business will not follow it. He's like, this, we do nothing that they do. It's not like it. Yada, yada, yada. Spoiler alert, what's kind of like it? <laughs> I mean, you, it, like network marketing is just the same. I mean, it's it's just multi-level marketing. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it, no matter how you slice and dice it, <laughs> it is what it is. It's like you could have a yeah. Greek salad or you could have a salad with feta, olives, tomatoes, cucumbers. You're like, that's a Greek salad. <laughs> So, uh, Brian Smith, the main uh, plaintiff, alleged he paid Life Vantage over one grand. And the suit goes on to say that, quote unquote, Life Vantage induces people to become distributors with sales pitches, promising wealth and business independence. And its marketing and compensation system encourages its distributors to recruit others into the system with the same promises of wealth and business independence. So, sort of selling them this pipe dream of, you know, your. Running your own business, basically, calling all the shots. Not quite. <clears throat> it goes on to allege that despite Life's Vantage claims of retail sales, little money comes into the system from actual retail users of Life Vantage products disconnected from the business opportunity. 
the majority of its retail sales are mostly sales to its distributors, not shockingly, purchasing product in order to participate in the compensation system and remain eligible to receive bonuses. Distributors really can only make money by bringing in new distributors, a classic pyramid scheme. So it's sort of what we see time and time again. Allegedly. That's just like, we should rename this podcast allegedly. Um, Yes. I would be into that, honestly. It's less of a mouthful. (laughs) Yeah. When people are like, what's your podcast called? Not another true crime podcast podcast. Yeah. (laughs) The true crime, not another true crime podcast podcast podcast. It's like, it's too much. Too much. Too much. Too much. And specifically for Justin, Whitney's husband, the suit claims that he was, quote unquote, actively involved in the life vantage schemes of getting potential recruits at events and via social media, which is sort of part of the course for all of this. Uh, In September 2018, the plaintiffs tacked on an additional complaint that the company makes illegal health claims. This is when I, because MLMs, you know, I get, you know, sometimes I'm like, if you're selling leggings, I don't love it, but. Their leggings at the end of the day. Yeah, it's kind of just like whatever. If your leggings rip, buyer beware. It's an awkward moment, but then, yes. But when it comes into like people buying things for their health or going down that avenue versus more traditional routes of medication or just for health, that's when I start to get very pissed off. Uh, So, right. When the suit moved to federal court in Utah, these claims said that Life Vantage must operate as a pyramid scheme to turn a profit because its products some of which are falsely advertised as remedies for various diseases, are snake oil and have no real medicinal or nutritional value. The complaint further states that selling products alone was not profitable for Life Vantage, but selling false dreams of wealth and financial independence turned things around for this company. So, yikes. It's not, yeah, yikes and ice. Uh, in December 2019, a federal judge ruled on Life's Vantage motion to dismiss the suit. So the judge allowed the pyramid scheme claims to move forward, but dismissed other ones like antitrust violations, patent fraud, unjust enrichment, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so that's the end of like in November 2020, a judge dismissed some more of the claims, like the security frauds, et cetera. But the pyramid scheme stands, it's still going forward. They're still going to come out with that. Here's the... The last I that has been reported about this, because it came from last month, December 2021, Whitney said that Justin's name was removed, quote unquote, from the lawsuit years ago. She gave that statement to realityblurb.com. And Reality Blurb allegedly confirmed that. But I mean All right. I mean, he, it's still the company that it's still he the company. works for, according so wh- to his own LinkedIn. So that's the that's the gag. So it's like you do yeah. it. I, and I'm like, are you just gonna join Whitney Rose's company? And mm-hmm. But, oh, well, I feel like he needs to at this point. He needs yeah. to earn his own money back. Right? So, Whitney, we heard, we heard what you said about Reality Blurb, but we still have to talk about Life Vantage. Yeah. So, that's that. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I feel like it is really hard to prove that these things are pyramid schemes. Like, you basically have to prove that you make more money from recruiting than you actually make from selling the product. And I think a lot of <laughs> yeah. companies sort of, like, revamp their payment structure to, like, avoid... Exactly these types of things. Exactly. Tale as old as time. Song as old as crime. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Utah MLM. Scammers and the T. Yeah. <laughs> Scammers and the T. Oh, gosh. There's even more Salt Lake City drama. And we didn't cover it at first because 
it was just like a lot of unverified Reddit tea, but yeah. the Daily Beast did a whole like investigation and they spoke to a number of people involved. So I think it's fair game now. We're going to talk game. about, and also they've talked about it on the show. So, that is true. Yeah. And it is allegedly why Mary Cosby did not go to the reunion or one of the reasons why. <sighs> Fuck her. Anyway, yeah. So we're going to talk about her alleged cult. So basically the deal is if you're watching the show, Mary inherited this church called Faith Temple Pentecostal from her grandmother, Rosemary, who founded it. And according to their website, Rosemary, who was also called Mama, which already big cult energy that's true. It's like, oh, you're giving yourself a nickname that everybody yeah, not, calls you? Not in the Heather Thompson mama either, which is a whole problem. That's, that's, that's a problem for a different bird, but yeah. Yeah, facts. So she left Indianapolis with her four children in 1961 to go on a pilgrimage to Salt Lake City because she believed she'd been called there by God. I mean, that's kind of me going to Taco Bell at 2 a.m. sometimes. I'm like, God is wanted me to come here. That's way more legitimate. To get that crunch I would wrap honestly supreme. sooner follow you there. Oh, oh my God, we can split a we can split a crunch or two. Yeah. Oh my God. So she married this guy Robert Cosby, who was 20 years younger than her, in 1975, and made him bishop of the temple. And through the church and just running multiple businesses, she has a few restaurants. Um, she basically earned enough money to eventually own three houses in Salt Lake City, a condo in Zion Summit, which isn't where isn't that where they just worked? They were well, they were just in Zion. I'm assuming that's Zion Summit as well. Yeah, I'm also assuming I could be wrong. And she also has a vacation home in Florida. Damn. And yeah, and the church was at its like at its biggest in the 90s. There were an estimated 500 members. That is insane. And also like the revenue to bring in to own like. Five homes, at this least. This is what I'm saying. I'm just like, I don't know. Churches can be such, like, you don't pay taxes, so it's just like. And also, I'm like, how do church people also own restaurants? I'm like, is that, a, I guess it's a lot. I'm like, that's just confusing. Right. So according to one former member, when uh, members weren't at church, the ones who didn't have full-time jobs were expected to work at Mama's house or one of her businesses. And... This member, who's named Rosebud, who spoke to Daily Beast, says that her mother did free labor. So again, Damn. this is also how you get rich. You don't pay your taxes, and you don't pay the people who work for you. Truly. So you're having no loss of revenue. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. It's like, excellent. Cool. So Rosemary died in 1997 at age 64 of heart failure. Now, what's like odd is that Mary's mom claims that Rosemary was in perfect health before she died. And basically accused her stepfather of having something to do with her death. Hmm. Sketch. But a judge, like, she's, she sued over this. A judge decided to let Rosemary's body be exhumed and an autopsy was performed, which concluded that she died of natural causes. So okay. here's where Mary gets involved because we know this if we watch the show. But yes, she said this that is in, where we get into the show. Uh, so weird. Oh my god, she said that in order to inherit the church, she had to marry Robert, who was her step grandfather. And it's fucking weird. Interesting. That's so weird, and also weird because she was definitely more than a twenty age gap. But like how he married someone twenty years older than him, and now it's like hap- like. Yes, it's yeah. those weird age gaps. Like he was first married to someone who was 20 years older than him 
And then I think they got married when Mary was 25 and he was like 40 or 45. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Big age gaps. So Mary says that she didn't really want to do this. Like she said that on the show, but she did it. And her marriage to Robert really like divided the church. So Mary's mother left and started her own congregation, taking about 200 members with her. And she sued Robert twice for mishandling Rosemary's estate, once in 1997 and again in 2007. And among other things, she alleged that Robert forged Rosemary's signature on deeds and like mortgage documents. Mm, That's not good. Sus. And in 2007, a judge ruled in her favor and Robert and Faith Temple's business manager had to pay Mary's mom $1.2 million. Shoot. Okay. Which I'm also like, how much money are you taking in that you're able to make a $1.2 million payout? And just like not have it ruin you financially. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So then like on top of that, so six out of the seven former members that spoke to the Daily Beast said that Mary operates a church like a cult. So they allege she refers to herself as God. That became a piece of drama in the show. She says, I'm not God. I worship the God in me. Uh, It encourages church members to work for free or minimum wage at her family's business, no less. So it continues the trend that happened before. She also berates people from the podium and makes members fearful of uh, leaving the church, saying that they'll go to hell if they leave. And also, I mean, it's like a church that I'm like, people who go there have been going there with their family and stuff like that. So it's a lot. I mean, that's that's scary. If you put like, if this is where you've been worshiping and you're like, you're going to go to hell if you leave. That's, that's how like all cults I feel like yeah. keep people I mean aside from like sometimes blackmailing people or like true. isolating them from their family and friends but I feel like a big pull is always like we have the answer this is how you're gonna like reach the afterlife and if you leave with us then you're stuck in hell for the rest of eternity for the rest of your life yeah so one former church member Ralph Arnold Jr. said she just screams at her members and mentally abuses them into submission. She brainwashes them on the regular, not to mention the utterly flamboyant and hypocritical life she lives. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to unpack there because <laughs> we they did play a clip, I think last season's reunion, they played a clip of her like calling her congregation like dumb or what was it? Yeah, it was, it was she Something was just like, like shout, yeah, kind of like. Like shouting at them. Yeah, shouting at them in a way I have not, it wasn't a motivational shout either. <laughs> And then also in terms of the flamboyant and hypocritical, it is kind of LOL that A, she is on a reality TV show, and B, her closet is full of just very much nice designer things. So, Yeah, no. And she's always wearing these, like, I just get annoyed because the shit that she wears is always so hideous. It's so, (gasps) but it's that hideous that you know it costs $7,000, and I'm like, I want to look that hideous one day. It's $7,000 for, like, an absurd hat. It's so funny. That, that clashes with the very loud, like, sweater that she's... It's like... I don't know. It's uh, so many looks. I was, the fashion on Salt Lake City just across the board. Is she's also great. always, like... She, it's, like, big Erica Jane energy. She's never just like, oh, this little old thing. She's like, well, I got my Chanel over here, and you know that I'm wearing my Givenchy or whatever the Jean- fuck it is. Yes. Like, she's always calling out what label she's wearing, so... I know, which is kind of... You're kind of, like... Isn't it that money talks, wealth whispers, but I guess cult shout. (laughs) Cult shout. Put that on a sweatshirt. I love it. (laughs) Yes. So even, so it continues the claims. People are saying that she does verbally abuse people until they donate to the church as well. Uh, Someone else mentioned to the Daily Beast, if not a cult, they are definitely scam artists that manipulate the members of the church into giving them pretty much all their money so that they can live high and mighty on the hill. 
They do seem to be living high. I mean, again, we've seen her closet. I I just want hmm. one of her shoes so that I can sell them to cover oh my God, right? bills for five months. Right. And the fact that she like gives seems to give her friends designer gifts on the show. Yeah. I'm like, she wants to give me a gift. I'm going to take the gift. But uh, even the one former member who does not agree that the church is a cult admitted that when he left the church, it did cost him relationships with a family member who is still a member, leading it to be like, if you leave, you are excommunicated. I mean, also the Mormon church is like that. I mean, debatably a cult as well. Like, I don't even want to get into that debate. But like, that's Heather's whole storyline. Yeah, that she lost. Yeah, that it's. And even, like, her sister, too, when she left, like, Heather cut her off before Heather left herself, too. Yeah, exactly. So, I yeah. don't know. So, just like, of course, Mary denies that she runs a cult. Obviously. And that she calls herself God. And a lawyer for Cosby stated, all religious institutions, including the Faith Temple, Pentecostal, accept donations from their parish uh, goers. Parishioners. How- parishioners. Guys, I left Catholic school in third grade. I can't. <laughs> However, they don't force parishioners into poverty to make such contributions. Mary also went to Entertainment Tonight. Clearly, I'm not going to get on national television, be a housewife, and be in a cult. I believe in my church. There's no cult. My church members, they know those are false allegations. Those are ridiculous. It's the people that are looking for fault. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't think any cult leader thinks that they're <clears throat> running a that, cult. Yes. Like, they all believe their own hype. And also, what I will say, too, in regards to this, it's like, it's the, where they, it's like, it's what Mary was born into. So maybe she, she's been told for forever that it is, like, their church. So, I like, maybe, yeah. she should, maybe she should realize that it is a cult now. But it's not like she's going to be like, oh, my entire foundation and, like, I married my grandfather and everyone in my family was doing a cult for what? Like what? Oh, like God. not everyone is Leah Remini in this bitch. And also Leah Seriously. Remini did not found Scientology. She was just a member of it. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I, I definitely have to side eye. Like, I, I don't know. Any church that you're just like starting out of the blue. Like, I think we need to sort of grandfather in any sort of like religious yes. organization at this point. And like anything now is just like, Sus. Like, unless you found some new, like, evidence of God that isn't just your feeling or vision, I'm, like, It is, like, skeptical. like there's enough iPhones and there's enough religions on the planet now. Yeah. I don't need a new update, and I don't think we need a new way to chat with God. Yeah, so, unless, I mean, we just unless call you're, like, really coming through with some, like, technology, then oh, 100%. But, if, like... Yeah. I don't know. I have to side eye. It is a. It is pretty suspect. I know, and it's kind of. So, I mean, if you <laughs> don't watch Salt Lake City, I hope you still enjoyed this episode. But for the people that do, and uh, you should watch it, it is so infuriating that she did not go to the reunion where all these questions, I'm sure, would get asked. And I wonder. I what- mean, it's bullshit. But it's also just like I don't know how. I feel like these people just rolled up to like. I don't even know how, like, I don't know how they cast this show because they found the most, like, I don't even know what to say. Like, delinquent. They they found, like, the shadiest characters possible, and I love it for my television. But I'm also, like, if they all end up in prison, what am I going to watch? What am I going to I mean, you have to pay for, like, I guess, like, the prison cameras. But I know because it wasn't Bravo casting a ridge because it was going to be just like a show on TLC or something like that about Mormonism. And then they were like, these <gasps> ladies are housewifey. And then this they're just like, was sold to TLC them. vibes, but 
Major, and also those are the people I feel like TLC people end up in uh, scams like this a lot more than well, not really anymore than Bravo people. But now it's all oh melting together. I do love it. I do love it. I don't know. My favorite thing is like Jen insisting that she's innocent. I'm oh, just... she's only guilty of being shy. Amazing. I'm like oh that. I need that to play on. The loop feds are just when like eating their popcorn, transcribing all of her like lines on Bravo. It's, it's so... just crazy to me that her defense is literally like. Oh no, they're completely making it up. And it's like, I don't think that the FBI doesn't do lie. Like, I mean, they do, well, for, for, um, they do. They, they, for, they, they for do sure lies. do, but they do lie, but not for, like, not for Housewives of Salt Lake City. They're not trying to get invested in this. Right. I don't know. I'm like, you're not a political activist. Like, yeah. Yeah. And yes. also, I, this isn't a case of sort of like, mistaken identity it's not like oh like this person claim like this witness claims they saw you robbing a store and you're like i wasn't there this is like they have like years and documents and your voice on record being like this is annie calling about your student loans like i don't see how your whole defense is just i didn't do it like fucking true shaggy energy <laughs> it wasn't me but anyway i hope she shares a cell with erica <laughs> Oh, I hope so, too. And what I hope, too, is that our boy Jorge has a fun little game for us. You can always count on me to have a fun (laughs) little game, Dan. Uh, Yes. Not always there when we call, but he's always on time. (laughs) I'm not going to scam you like scammers from these. Like Ja Rule. Housewives, come on. Oh, my God, that was a Ja (laughs) Ja Rule. (laughs) Wasn't he in that song with the Shanti? Was that him? That I you thought, just quoted? Um, why did, it's oh, definitely it Shanti, that much I know. Yes. Yes, he did. But I'm always... I'm going to listen to that the second we get out of A this. A job will bop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. All right. So we all love reality television. That's why we watch. Uh. There's, there's all sorts of uh, reality television shows for it any type of person i'm sure you all watch one so today we're going to take a look at the vast history and timeline of reality television in a game we're calling coming in first (laughs) so this is how it's going to work i'm going to give you two iconic reality tv shows and it's going to be your job to tell me which one came first oh and then that's fine there's going to be an extra bonus question about the TV show that came first. And if you guess correctly in the first one and the second one, you'll get two points. One point per correct answer. Are we ready? Yes. Yes. Who would like to go first? I'll go. All right, Sarah, here we go. Your first two options are American Idol or Dancing with the Stars, which came first. Um, American Idol. That is correct. Well done. That is one point for Sarah on the board. All right, here's your bonus question. Which was the first of the original judges to leave the show? I think Randy. That is incorrect, Sarah. Damn it. It was Paula Abdul. Oh, uh, darn Randy it. Randy was actually the judge who lasted the longest. He was <laughs> there for 12 okay. seasons. Oh, Damn. Okay. Good for yeah, him. Really, I guess he didn't have too much else going on. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Paula Abdul swimming an opportunity. <laughs> right. So Paula Abdul lasted eight seasons. Okay. Uh, and then she was replaced by none other than Ellen DeGeneres. 
Yikes. Why? I don't know, but she only lasted one season. Uh, after the first season, she was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this again. No. This wasn't a good fit. Yeah, like she's not a singing judge. Right. No. Didn't know anything. She's got a judge. So Paula, what she said when she left was, it was time for me to leave. I had never had the same job for eight years. There were changes happening. <laughs> and I didn't feel like the same show. So, oh. yeah. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Sarah, you have one point. Danny, goes to you. Which okay. of these came first? Was it Big Brother or Survivor? Shit, shit. I want to say Survivor. That is correct, Danny. Oh, yeah. Well done. Shit. I just do not watch Survivor show, is so. crazy. It's on like season 41 right now. My friends yeah. are obsessed with it. They do two seasons a year. Shit. Damn. I am actually in the middle of watching every single season of Survivor. Oh. I'm on season 19 at this point. Oh, my God. I started at the <laughs> <laughs> season one. I watched the whole oh, thing. Oh, man. I love in that the past for you year it's such a good show it's, okay. it's so watchable such incredible personalities jeff probst who's the host is the goat i actually think he's the best reality tv show i host have heard he's so time. good yes so watchable so interesting so exciting but danny here's your trivia question who was the first winner of survivor <laughs> <laughs> do you not know who the hell no! knows that I know one. I, I don't even know. No, I don't know a I'm single gonna, winner. I'm going to give you four names, and one okay. of these names is correct. All right. I know Elizabeth Hasselbeck was on Survivor. Was it Scott, Joe, Richard, or Tammy? These are the most basic <laughs> names. Oh, my God. I know. It's like Peter Paul. I wanted to give you a fighting chance. I'm ruling out Tammy because I feel this premiered early early enough where they're like a woman can't win. Uh, I'm going to go with Scott. That is incorrect, Um, Danny. The correct answer was Richard. Okay. And Richard Hatch, an incredibly interesting personality. He came in and he was kind of a dick to everyone. Okay. Well, hence the name. (laughs) There you go. He was one of the only contestants that was really playing the game the whole time. Ooh. You know, he was there to win the million dollars and he did win it. But he dollars. had a bit of an interesting life afterwards. After he won the million dollars, he was charged with tax evasion. And he was convicted for not <laughs> paying taxes on Ew. his winnings. Oh, he oh, probably shit. just didn't know. He didn't know. Like maybe nobody tells oh, come you. On. Come <laughs> on. If you got a million dollars, I don't know. The first thing I wouldn't. You wouldn't pay taxes. You'd be like, oh, no, I'm not. I don't have well, to disclose this on my tax return. I'd be well back then. I'd be like, this is just from Survivor. Right. <laughs> well, you have a million dollars to hire a tax attorney. Well, that's after do. taxes. That's fact. I'm sure because I'm sure a million dollars. I'm sure. Well, he didn't. It was, there was no after taxes. He didn't even pay the taxes. Well, I mean, I'm sure CBS took all of it, so he got like two dollars from it. <laughs> so he ended up spending 51 months in federal prison Yikes. for not paying these taxes. So it was a long time. And then after he was released, he served an additional nine months in prison because he never went back and amended his tax returns. No. <laughs> Wait, I like relate to him because like doing stuff like that is stressful. Like having to like go to the bank, I get so stressed out. Like I do it so I don't go to jail. But it's like so hard to work up like the stamina emotionally to do that. I just can't believe that after he spent... About five years of prison. He went back and didn't amend his tax returns and spent an additional nine months in prison because he just didn't fix his mistake. (laughs) Bro. 
Hire an accountant, people. <laughs> Hire an accountant. <laughs> Hire an accountant. <laughs> All right, Sarah, it is a tight game, one to one. This is your next two choices. Which came first, the real world mm. or The Bachelor? Huh, that's tough. That is tough. Oh, well, The Bachelor's on like season 24 or something. How old am I? Do I think the real world came out when I was like three, six? I don't know how math works. Um, shoot, I, I my gut says real world, but my brain says The Bachelor, so I'm going to go with The Bachelor. Should have gone with your gut. It no. was the real world. God damn it. <laughs> Always go with your gut. Always. <laughs> so this actually wasn't even that close. The what? real world came out August 13th, 1992. Huh? And The Bachelor came out in 2002. Oh. There was a 10-year gap between these two oh, iconic rub it shows. In. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. And your bonus question, Sarah, is okay, where did the first season of Real World take place? Ooh. Was it New York, Hollywood, or Miami? New York seems like the obvious choice, so let's go. That is correct. It hey. is New York. Well All done. Right. They filmed this at a co-op at 565 Broadway, which uh-huh. is in trendy, trendy Soho, right oh. on Prince of Broadway. It's kind of considered to be one of the first reality shows that actually started the trend of reality television and all these other shows just about just people living together were spawned from real world. So well done MTV for creating a whole genre of television. All right, Danny, we are back to you. Which came first, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Mm -hmm. or Jersey Shore? Oh, um, Jersey Shore? That is correct. Well done, Danny. Jersey Shore came out in December 3rd, 2009, and The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills came out in October 14th, 2010. So about a year in between them. And Danny, your bonus question is, can you name five out of the original eight cast oh, members? okay. Um, Snooki, J-Wow. Yes. Uh-huh. Vinny. Yes. Polly. Yes. Ronnie. You did it. Well done. Yes. Boom. I know my culture. I know my people. <laughs> well done. Did you actually, did you guys watch Jersey Shore when it came yeah, out? Yeah, of course. I had like a viewing party in my dorm. I was, I was <laughs> in, I, I, I like Jersey. I was like, this is Jersey. This is who, this is who we are. <laughs> this is exactly. Except I never went to Seaside. So I did not. Uh, I wish. Do yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't follow it super strongly so but i do remember i think it was season three that they went to italy oh and so <laughs> yeah. good iconic and so he had like the so brace to get out italy of work was yeah. so mad like the whole country was just like ah. <laughs> what are you doing here like literally that was a fun franchise it's so, so good. good it's still on yeah it's like still i'm on. still getting yeah. emails about screeners for jersey shore family vacation and i'm like i'm sorry but i do not care and nobody else does uh, no one else yeah. does but i'm happy you guys are getting checks i think we've grown as a culture i think we've moved past jersey shore and i think it was it was time yeah it was time, it was time. they're also I like always parents say and it's kind of like at this true. point if you're still doing the same antics yeah. it's like just kind of sad and like a lot it's of sad. them aren't so 
That's yeah. what's funny. It's like because like, exactly like they're just like oh we're just parenting to get on a trip, and I'm like I guess that's fun. like that's just kind of growing <laughs> up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and listeners, if you want to hear more about Snooki's motherhood, <laughs> go listen yes. to Betch's moms. We had her as a guest oh, on that podcast. Cute. Love her. That's that what I'm saying. I'm interview. like, she's all grown up. She's not blacking out and falling at the beach anymore. <laughs> but I always say, <laughs> I love Snooki, that for her. And like, she is a she is a smart ass businesswoman because like, how many? Who else? Raise your hand, everybody. Were you blacked out on the beach once growing up? Yeah, I'm sure you were. Were you oh, paid millions like, of dollars for it? Yeah. I I missed the bag. <laughs> I dropped the bag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity. Damn. All right. Well, Danny has a one-point lead. Oh, shit. Anyone's it. game still. Sarah, back to you. Which came first? RuPaul's Drag Race or right. Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Oh. I'm going to go with the Kardashians. That is like OG status. That is correct, Sarah. Woo. Well done. Needed RuPaul's that. Drag Race came out in 2009, <laughs> and Keeping Up with the Kardashians was 2007. All right. So oh, that's a pretty close. In between. Yeah, pretty close. Yes. Pretty close. All right, Sarah, here is your bonus question. What did Kim think she lost in the ocean? Oh, on a her diamond earring. It's correct. Well done. Kim, there are people dying. <laughs> that really has to be one of the it's funniest like You can't tell me nothing about the Kardashians. So <laughs> it's so good. History. Uh, so good. All right. Sarah has taken the lead, and Danny, this is the last question, so okay. this is yours to win or lose. Which came first, the circle <gasps> or love is blind? Oh, God. Why do I feel like they premiered at like the same time? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to say- like such pandemic vibes. Love like, is blind? They, yeah. <laughs> That is incorrect, Danny. Oh. I am sorry. It was The Circle, oh. which premiered in January 1st, 2020, and Love is Blind was February 2020. So oh. very close together. Oh, kind of okay. Fair, but yeah, The Circle definitely came first. Okay. And it was kind of pre-pandemic and uh, Love oh, is Blind, I remember yes. watching kind of like in the middle of You know it, what's funny? So. I've watched neither of those. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, I'm sorry. This next question so is going to be a complete toss-up, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> but hey... <laughs> There, there is a chance. You know the premise of the circle, right? Iconic. Vaguely. So it's people I've watched all three be seasons. People. Yeah, it's really fun. Okay. So you're all isolated. Okay, in this too weird soon. Literally, <laughs> yeah, right. they predicted COVID. Truly. And <laughs> like... it's a competition. The winner gets $100,000. And it's completely a social game. It's all based on interactions. And okay. at the end of each episode, you vote someone off. Oh, shit. And the winner is just nominated by the rest of them. At the end, you oh. just pick who, who you want to win. And you rank them or whatever. But the twist is that you can go into the competition either being yourself with your own social media profile or as a catfish being someone else Ooh. and just pretending to be them Wait, the whole time. Wait, I can't believe you've time. never seen The Circle. I feel like you'd really like it. Yeah, I you would it, like it, Dan. I think it came out. I don't. Yeah, I. It's so I fun. Sh I shut up. I think it came out when I was still trying to watch The Bachelor, and I was like, I can't do so much stuff. I don't watch that show anymore, so I can't. <laughs> yeah, the circle. It's an easy watch too. You can just oh, throw it on. Fun. You don't have to really pay attention. It's so fun. But here's your question, Danny. Out of the three seasons, how many catfish oh, have bitch. won the whole competition? Uh, it, there's only three options. Is it one, two, or three? <laughs> <laughs> I zero, like that I Chloe girl. Um, I'm going to say two. Incorrect, Danny. It uh, was one. 
Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil oh, which ones yeah, if you're, you're going right. to watch it. Okay. But one catfish just I won mean, the competition. I mean, yeah. I probably won't end up watching it, but don't spoil it for other people if they get inspired to do it. But <laughs> I like that Chloe it. girl. She's so fun. I should watch it. Maybe I will. Well, Sarah, you have come in first. Oh, you are right. the winner of today's game. You are sweet. Thank you so much. Yeah, Sarah, that is your third win in a row to start the year. Bang. What a streak. All right. Maybe I, this is this today. is more reason to me never do dry January again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Well, thank uh, you, Jorge. This absolutely. is fun. Absolutely. Honestly, like, let's just make this a reality TV podcast. I was gonna say, I'm ready. One of the most fun episodes. Well, like, you're just like scams <laughs> of people. Yes. All right. Well. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. But I will say, um, I put up a story on not another true crime. We got some great submission so Ooh. we just added to our list yeah so we're gonna we're gonna go through those i think next week we'll probably cover a submission from you guys yeah i was gonna say don't worry if you're tired of the scams uh a sledgehammer is involved in uh next the oh, upcoming episode good. so we'll Yikes. be back to well sledgehammer that doesn't get used fully like a sledgehammer so that'll be that's the tease that is the tease and um so i'm intrigued i'm intrigued as well I got yeah, we're gonna we're, we're intriguing you. So uh, but of course, yeah. So if you missed the story on Not Another True Crime, which should be following on Instagram, of course go to Not Another True Crime group on Facebook, send in your submissions there, thoughts, anything, your American Idol winners that you wanted to <laughs> do more, <laughs> maybe stuttered forever. Yeah, sh- shout out to Fantasia, Kelly Clarkson. Uh, you can follow them <laughs> on Instagram. You can also follow me at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K. Follow me on Instagram at Sarah Lameem. And that's it for this week. We'll be back next time. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales-Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to natc at betches.com. Betches.